We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. The NBA is back. Where else can a city this loud be this slept on? And 30 feet is still in range. Where else is history? Still in the make. The NBA, only here. Season begins December 22nd on ABC, ESPN, TNT, and NBA TV. This is Rams Uncensored with Matt Herrera. Just learn how to roll with the punches, bro. Brian Joano. You're just a bunch of little bitches. Tommy Avance. I look like the staple of Marshmallow Man right now. And Mark Luhan. I tried to get Russ to join us last minute here, but he's ghosting. You have now entered the danger zone. I'll give you a virtual hug, too. Are you ready? All right. I just pounded two fucking beers right now. That's the kind of fucking day I'm having. <laughs> oh, big dog! One thing you don't do in this world—you don't fuck with my friends, bro. You just don't do that. Let's just talk about fucking Matt liking to put balls in his mouth. Balls, balls, big veiny triumphant balls. Uh, balls. Triumphant balls on Rams uncensored. Rams uncensored. <clears throat> All right, let's yeah. get this going. He's ready. He's ready. Yeah, why don't you introduce him? Uh, to Matt, you fucking dick. What's his last name? <laughs> he, he fucking dick. Joe, Joe McAfee. <laughs> Joe McAfee has joined the call. What's a McAfee? McAfee? Oh, God. Oh, oh God. God. It's happening. <laughs> it's already happening. Everything in the shit show. What's up, boys? Thanks for coming on, 3K. Would you rather us refer to your Twitter handle like that? Um, you guys can call me Jay Cutler's ass cheeks. 
for the rest of the night. I don't care, oh. man. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, Cutler's ice. That's a good one. <laughs> What's up, Joe? Yeah, thanks for coming on, yep. man. We really appreciate it. Anytime, man. I, I've been listening to the podcast for the last, I don't know how many episodes. You guys are having fun, so I'm glad to join you. Yes, that's what it's all about. We just want to have fun, get to know Ram's Twitter, and now we're bringing on some actual real credentialed media, right? Here we go. Turf Show Times. Here we go. The OGs. So, so do I have to balance it out if you guys are trying to be serious? Do I have to just like talk about dick jokes the whole time to make sure that it stays Rams uncensored? <laughs> oh, no. We'll fucking. Please, please, please. please. Like, that, why the fuck are we talking about Rams right now? Fuck that. Let's talk about balls and ass cheeks. I don't know if you know this. Balls and ass cheeks was the offensive system that we ran from 2012 <laughs> to 2016. That sounds about right. <laughs> that sounds about right. Hey, but we I'm, had a I'm great coach to... who was a great talent evaluator. Oh, well, 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 don't I mean, say great coach, you, say great talent evaluator. If you're going to bring in balls and ass cheeks, you might as well bring in some nice balls and ass cheeks. You don't, you don't want, the, you don't want like sloppy balls and like, you know, lumpy ass cheeks. You got to bring in nice, perfectly contoured ass cheeks, like Tavon Austin. You want them nice and sleek. <laughs> do you think? <laughs> do you think it was a t- entire like just crap show earlier this morning on uh, Dan Patrick's show with? Mark Florio's con- comments on uh, Jared, Jared Goff? No, but my, here's the thing about Mike Florio. He's been doing it for a decade now, is that he knows when to push buttons, and especially during the offseason. This is a perfect time to push a button, because how is, how is he going to generate traffic? What are you going to do, comment about OTAs? Nobody gives a shit about OTAs. So, you know, this is the perfect time to just throw a bomb into Twitter and pick up some attention when there's so much silence across Twitter, across NFL and have something like that resonate. Not only for us. Don't I know you guys are, you know, the official podcast or unofficial podcast of Rams Twitter. That the Cowboys, which have a much bigger fan base than we do, they're going crazy over the idea of a Dak Prescott contract extension. And unlike us with golf, where we got the next two seasons, right? We got them this year and the fifth year option next year. They got to make a decision after this year. So when he throws something like that out there, you're talking about a ton of Twitter that's all of a sudden going to do the the Scooby-Doo ear perk up with where they suddenly turn around and everybody's like, wait, what? There's some fucking football talk for you, Brian. Fuck you. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck you. Suck my fucking balls. Wait, you already did that. Sorry. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> Not yours. You, you, per se. You, you, oh, so uh. you, whose balls did you suck? <laughs> Why does it have to be a person's? Why can't it just be like me at five years old sucking on some balls? Like baseballs, just because I'm a stupid five-year-old and put things in my mouth. How the fuck are you going to suck on a baseball? Your mouth ain't that big, motherfucker. (laughs) Matt used to put (laughs) peanut butter on his dick and let his dog lick it off. What the fuck? (laughs) Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Oh, man. I think that that bestiality is a little bit too much, even for Rams Uncensored. By the way, jizz butter on our on our jizz butter on our dick was also the offense that we ran from 2012 to 2012. Perfect. What was the offense that we ran in the Super Bowl? Yeah, that was that was jizz butter down our ass. That was jizz butter slowly dribbling betwixt our ass cheeks with the world watching. I'd like to know what kind of defense we were running because sometimes that defense played so great, our offense had no business keeping us in the game, but yet we were still in the game. 
what the hell was that? How, how does the team that gives up six passing touchdowns to Pat Mahomes and, and struggled so much throughout the season with so many other teams hold the Patriots and Tom Brady and Bill Belichick in the Super Bowl to 13 points? What the fuck was that? <laughs> it was amazing uh, it was what it the was. The greatest defensive uh, performance, well, second greatest defensive performance in Super Bowl history because the greatest so, uh, one was the Patriots. <laughs> so Jizz Butter running down the dick is the offense. Jizz Butter coming back up the other way was the defense. It's, this is confusing. I can't keep up with y'all's metaphors, man. This is hard. There, there's a lot of Jizz Butter going on. That's all I'm getting out of this whole conversation tonight. Now, Joe, Joe made a good point about Florio, you know, buzzing traffic. It's only, if you really think about it, that's what the media does all the time. Because sure. nobody... I mean, nobody that has made it that far can be that stupid, right? They're just pulling all of our chains. And when they go off the air, they laugh and go on Twitter and go, look at all these idiots going nuts. This is fantastic. I have to For the most part. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's about clicks. That's right. It's it's just about garnering attention. And it's not that's not sports. That's any media. It's just throwing bombs in and letting people react to it because the reactionism is what pays the bills. So, you know, he's good at Here's the bottom line. is Jared Goff's got two years. If we're going to throw out a contract that's going to make the biggest contract in Rams history, there's no reason you shouldn't make him play all five years to decide uh, based on the most amount of information you can get. So it's, it is what it is, man. It's May. It's the off season. What else are you going to throw into NFL Twitter? There's not much else to work on. But, you know, Joe, on top of that, though, there's another point you can make. You know, every team goes through this when they have a rookie deal with a quarterback. Sure. So, I mean, they keep throwing out the idea that one of these teams is going to just dump their quarterback off after their first deal and just go back and draft and continually do that so that they can keep the quarterback deal cheap. So if they keep throwing it out there, eventually a team's actually going to do it, and they'll be like, look, I called it. Yeah, I guess maybe. I mean, the good, the good thing is, that while this year the quarterback market was really weak, next year we get a ton of information on the quarterback market. You got, what is it, Brady Rivers, Roethlisberger. You've got uh, Mariota. You got Jameis Winston coming out their fifth year options. You got yep. Dak Prescott. So if, if you're talking about some of these teams that have an option to move on from a guy, if, if the Bucks don't move on from Jameis Winston and the, the Titans don't move on from Marcus Mariota, assuming those guys don't have incredible years, how, how are the Rams going to move on from golf? It's not like he's not playing better than they are. Granted, he's got better stuff around it, but it's one of those things, man, where I, I get the idea of moving on, but it's so risky. It would be, can you imagine moving on from Jared Goff and having him go somewhere else and ball out and we're stuck here with Keith Noll number two? Right. So here, here's, here's just a, here's, here's just a hypothetical though. Think about like next year, right? He's going into the fifth year. And we're coming around draft time. And say the Rams are really in love with one of the draft prospects coming out next year, maybe Bear from uh, Oregon or whatever, you know. Sure. And they offer up Goff for that number one pick. I mean, that could, I mean, if they were in love and they wanted to actually use that working, that would actually work for them. It would be ballsy. I mean, no lie. I'm not going to put it outside the realm of possibility. Here's the one thing I'd say is, whether it's, you know, Aaron Donald or Todd Gurley, or you go back to like Robert Quinn, there are, there are players that play so well that the rest of the league expects them to earn contracts with that team, right? right. Where, where everybody oh, else wow. is looking and saying, okay, this guy earned a contract extension. 
I, I, in, unless Jared Goff has a major regression this year, he's on track to earn a contract extension. And if the Rams go with what you're talking about, this hypothetical, it would send a signal to the rest of the team that the Rams don't necessarily validate guys that earn it. Now, I would say this. They gave him on Austin a contract after three years, so maybe they've already set that yeah. up as a precedent. But if Jerry Goff's playing good football, you just have to extend him, man. You just do it and move on and worry about the other stuff later. Oh, no, I absolutely agree. I mean, the only thing I could think of that's even close to the hypothetical I threw out is the Chargers when they uh, had Drew Brees and then they drafted sure. Philip Rivers. That's the sure. only thing I could think of even close. Well, they traded or when for when we, yeah, or when we had uh, Sam Bradford and traded for Nick Foles and then uh, drafted Sean Mannion. I mean, it's the same thing. It worked yeah. out the same way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were both dog shit. Jizz butter. <laughs> Sam Bradford set records <laughs> that year in in Philadelphia. Well, Sam Bradford had it. Are you? Are you guys surprised that Sam Bradford doesn't have a job somewhere? I kind of expected him to to get a deal. We should have signed him as a backup. If it wasn't Bortles, bring him in on a $1 million deal. Shoot. No, because he doesn't do $1 million deals. Yeah, he does like $10 million deals. But he's he's not a starting quarterback right now. What did he get last year? 19 for one year? Like 20, something something like that. that. Yeah, Something very close to that. He played like three games. Sam Bradford's a bad motherfucker, dude. <laughs> dude, bad he can throw motherfuck. the motherfucking ball like anyone. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the fact that he's been able to steal money from the NFL this many years and get that many big contracts. He's a straight-up G, dude. Yeah, he's, he he's got everybody. Great, <laughs> he's got a great agent, I'll tell you what. Man, if he didn't go down in Cleveland in the preseason, like that well, would have been uh, – Nobody's questioning don't, don't his even, talent. Don't even, even if they didn't trade him, that, even if though. they didn't trade him, they would have had a better year than they did with Nick Foles. Uh, no, 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 don't. But don't even say if he if he wouldn't have went down with a knee injury. Fucking, they the still had Jeff one. Fisher. They still had Jeff Fisher as fucking head coach, and they still would have found a way to fucking drown. Yep. Hey, Matt, make sure you edit that out because we're still trying to get the Fisher on the podcast. Oh, no, leave it on there. Fuck it. <laughs> Ed, edit that out, but keep in the part about jizz butter. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah that's sure he's really going to want to come show. on and talk about jizz butter. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know, hey, hey, you never know. <laughs> you never know, man. True, it's true. So, he does like the barstool guys. Does anybody know... Russell Wilson's cap number for this coming year since he's now the highest paid player in the league. Okay. I, don't, I don't know what offhand. I believe it's I'm gonna take a shot in the dark. I think Rob uh Seattle Rams said it a couple of days ago. I think this year, this coming year it'll be thirty one million against the cap, which would which would put the percentage of the cap under 25 years ago, the highest paid player in the NFL garnered 17% of the salary cap. So the number may go up every year as far as, you know, these players getting paid, but so is the cap. So it balances itself out every year. So I don't understand why every year we keep having this fucking conversation. It's just stupid. Like everyone forgot third grade math all of a sudden. We're all fucking grownups, you know, but everybody Everybody meet our resident capologist, Tommy Avance on Rams Uncensored. <laughs> Not no, fucking rocket science. He's right, though, because 
you know, every offseason, it's like record deals for defensive linemen, record deals for a wide receiver, record deals for a running back, record deals for quarterbacks. And it's because, yeah, the cap's going up every single year. They're spending more money. The roster size hasn't increased for years. But no, but the difference is, Matt, that they're spending more money on certain positions that they didn't use. That's exactly right. That's yeah. right. That's what I was about to say. They're limiting how much they're spending on like running backs and inside linebackers. Those positions aren't going up, but you're seeing quarterback go up because teams are being smart with their money, and that's the case uh, with everybody. And once the Rams and Cowboys and everybody else get around to it, that'll be the case for them too. Yep. I mean, you look back in the day when when I was a kid, the middle linebackers and the running backs were the ones who were getting the money. Yep, you know, not corners. But that was the game. That was the game back then. Exactly, that was the game so the back game, then. Was running back the game, Exactly, and now the game is more geared towards passing. So you're getting wide receivers yep. paid. You're getting defensive ends paid, quarterbacks, um, yep. defensive backs, and so on and so forth. The yeah. other thing to think about, and it's, I, I don't know if it's something the Rams thought about when they drafted him, but it syncs up perfectly. Is uh, Goff's final season under this with the fifth year option will be next year, 2020. After that season, the collective bargaining agreement expires. Now, they've, they've been having some talks. I was talking to somebody today who had some interest in it, and he said, from what it sounds like now, it's not going to be the huge sea change that it was last time. Remember last time, the new sea, that was the one that Sam Bradford got a huge contract as a rookie pick, and they completely changed the nature of rookie deals in the NFL to give all this money to veterans, which, you know, right created this whole advantage system where if you can get a rookie quarterback and get rookie cheap deals where you'd otherwise have the guys like Aaron Donald, where you've got him on the cheap. And then when you extend him, you have to pay him 25 million. Then the game is just drafting well so that you can save all this money to spend. Supposedly they're not really looking at changing the system much, but that's another reason why you don't want to go out and spend Jerick off. Now, if they make some changes that, you know, it, right now we're going up to about 8 million, 10 million a year in salary cap. If they make a change that affects that, what we're talking about with increasing quarterback uh, salaries every year, you know, you need to reflect the new CBA and not this one. So it's going to be interesting mm-hmm. to see the timeline of those negation, negotiations. The CBA expires when essentially when free agency starts, but you can't sign any free agents without a new CBA. So it's going to be interesting to see how that timeline sits up. Yep. Players got to so, get more of the pie. I, I want to switch gears just a little bit. Joe, um, how long has Turf Show Times been around? And are, have you been there since the beginning? Like, tell us about this. Yeah, I was there a couple weeks after the beginning. So SB Nation started, they founded it based on the o- Oakland Athletics. Um, okay. Started this site. And then they went out and started finding other fans that wanted to write for a network. And that's how they founded SB Nation. This was back in 2006. So Ryan Van Biver started the site in 2006. He's now the national editor of Outdoor Magazine. Um, and he oh, ran wow. the site for years. I actually come, I came around a couple weeks after the site started, and I was just writing game previews and random shit. This is 2006. So we were coming out of the greatest show on turf. We were starting to draft poorly. And you could, you could tell that things were going to start to go bad. Um, and then they went really, really, really bad. Um, oh, yeah. But a, as it started and, you know, as – media started to change and you started to see all these other kind of sites like this pop up and, you know, bleacher report and ESPN started, started to hire their own team bloggers. And, you know, it, it went from where bloggers. remember we used to make fun of bloggers as being people in their mom's basement and shit. And I get it. 
there's still yeah. bloggers in their mom's basement. We still have Rams bloggers in our mom's whoa, basement. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, it's called. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Here we go. Who? Joe might know where we're going here. <laughs> I have no idea what Joe's saying. <laughs> oh, Team Bogue, baby. <laughs> Just but, so you know, uh, we don't have basements in Los Angeles. So. I don't have. I we don't. Texas. We don't have basements either. Yeah. So it's weird. <laughs> yeah. It's Wait, they don't have any in Texas. Do I? They really don't have any in Texas. No, no basements. We have too much land. What you gonna What you gonna build a basement for? You can just build a second house. <laughs> no, there's no storm cellars or anything. Damn, I just need to tell my wife this more. <laughs> I keep shout- telling her about and showing her prices of houses like mansions here that go for like 10 million dollars in beverly hills like are like, yeah, in Texas. it's ridiculous <laughs> oh man oh god my my daughter asked me the other day there? no we don't really do storm centers they, they, nowadays the technology is strong enough to just build them up for tornadoes but i was gonna say this how bad it is my daughter the other day asked me if we could buy a movie theater and then just build a house next to it and she, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? She's like, well, Dad, in Texas, that's how everybody's doing it. Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> She's smart. Yeah, buy it. Buy a movie theater. Why not? Buy a, buy a movie theater. Easy enough. Insurance. Um, but no, so we started in 2006, and we've gone through some ways. It's one of those things where, you know, this is the first generation of fan media where now we get, a, we get a chance to do this, right? We're fans of having podcasts. 15 years ago, it was just radio shows. And if the if your local radio station only wanted to talk about, you know, the basketball team or the baseball team or the college team or whatever, if you were a fan of the NFL team, you might not get a chance to really get any information for months on your team, especially during the offseason. You might get an update if somebody got hurt, but otherwise there was no coverage. Now you got fans like us that are talking about teams every day. You got coverage of OTAs. You got all kinds of questions being asked that otherwise wouldn't have been the media is changing faster. I don't know if you guys saw the New York Times editor that predicted that in the next five years, almost all local papers would be gone. It's it's one of those things where it, what, what's been fun about Churchill Times is when it started, we were talking about, you know, a couple hundred people, maybe a thousand in a good couple weeks. Now we're measuring shit in hundreds of thousands and millions of traffic. And I get it. It's just the Internet, and we're kind of writing on the back of it. But it's been fun to see that happen, and especially with social media, the stuff that you guys get to make fun of. It's been interesting to see how it's uh, developed from one of these things where it's just a couple dudes fucking around trying to talk about football to being, you know, a media institution. So, Joe, with that being said, you said you're in Texas. For one, what part of Texas? And two, how did you become a Rams fan in Texas? Yeah, so I grew up in Dallas. I was actually born in L.A. I I was born in Van Nuys, um, and then we moved out here when I was a kid. And so, for whatever reason, when I was a kid growing up, I was already a Rams fan before the Cowboys got good in the 90s. So all my boys, my mom, my sister, they were all Cowboys fans, and I was a Rams fan back in the the Jim Everett days and then the Tony Banks era and all that shit. So I was a Rams fan super early. My first jersey ever was a Jerome Pettis jersey. Um, Bumble so yeah, it's, been, it's been a while. It's been a while for me, but uh, I grew up a Rams fan, stayed a Rams fan when we moved to St. Louis, and obviously remained a Rams fan when we moved back. Nice. Now thinking about how bad it was, let like you keep referencing 20, 2012 through 2015 uh 
looking like thinking about those stupid ass comments that were made i feel but like you know it draws up a fire i mean it just feels like with sean mcveigh and jared goff it seems like the success for the window it could be at least five years right three to five years at least but at most i mean it could be something like what we see with belichick and brady at, at if we're you know really make it you know trying to see what the ceiling truly is and it depends how smart they are in personnel decisions, right? You got to make sure you keep bringing in talent to be able to stack up the team. But, you know, we haven't seen what happened from last year's draft. Nobody, we don't, who the hell knows right. what we got in Joe Noteboom and Brian Allen. And, you know, I like those guys. I'm excited to see them. I'm excited to see Taylor Rapp and David Law. I love Daryl Anderson. I can't wait to see him on the field. But who knows? Those guys haven't taken any real snaps. And, you know, we don't have a ton locked up long-term. If you look at most of the deals that we've done the last two years, you know, Dante Fowler, Eric Weddle, Clay Matthews, all that stuff's done before the next CBA. Uh, you go back to last year with the guys that we brought in. We didn't bring a ton, obviously, free agency, but we traded for a key to leave in Marcus Peters. Those are over after this year. So mm-hmm. normally yeah. when you talk about teams, all the deals that we gave, you know, Havenstein and Gurley and shit like that last year and then looking forward to golf. One of the biggest questions that I get from fans of other teams and the other sites we have at SB Nation is, are you guys in salary cap hell? And the answer is like, dude, we're not even close because we don't have anybody. We almost have no contracts outside of our draft deals into the new CBA. This whole team is going to go you know, under over the next year. We're losing Andrew Whitworth. We're losing Akeem Talib. We're losing Michael Brockers. They got to make a decision about Michael Pe- Marcus Peters. They got to make a decision about Tyler Higby. They got to make a decision about Dante Fowler. So, you know, it really comes down to those kind of decisions. Yeah, if we re-sign Goff, and as long as McVay stays, I think the other asterisk there is Wade Phillips is, you know, as the defensive coordinator, who's not what? how many years older is he than McVay? Like 45, right? At some point, he's going to start looking at this and saying, dude, this is too much effort. I'm an old man. I need to go home and rest. And I think that's a transition. We've got some interesting guys on that side of the coaching staff. But we all know McVay doesn't have a ton of input on the defensive side. He's overseeing the offense. Phillips is running the defense. As long as we keep making good personnel decisions and keep some coaches in place, yeah, the window's going to be open for a while. Dude, I mean, Wade Phillips is already an old man. I'm surprised he's still going at this age. Yeah. He must like that young energy. Hobby uh, present will step into that role, don't you think? What? Aubrey Cousin will step into that role when Wade's gone. Talk Maybe. Out, I mean, that's that's the thing, though, is that McVay's made some interesting hires, right? He, we just hired Wade Phillips' son right. as the tight ends coach. We brought in Zach Robinson, the former uh, quarterback at Oklahoma State and who was working Oklahoma at State. Pro Football Focus. Yeah. yeah. So we've lost a ton of coaches. We brought some interesting guys in, but we shit, we brought in Zach Taylor last year. He's already now the Bengals head coach. True. You stand within five feet of Sean McVay, <laughs> and you're going to get a head coaching job. Well, I'm going to get a fucking head coaching job then, because me and you, Matt, we were sitting right next to him at that last event. <laughs> Fuck. Nah, we weren't right next to him. Maybe, f- what, We were maybe feet? 10 feet away. 10 feet? No. Yeah, it was, we were pretty damn close. That's true. I did walk in, right in front of that stage. I could have touched him and ran up and, and probably got pulled off, but... I probably could have got a good hold of him if I wanted to, right? <laughs> well, Matt, Which one was that? The state, the state of the Rams? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. 
Matt in his D cups almost touched him. His nipples oh, were fucking reaching out. Don't stuff. worry. It was a cold <laughs> night, all right? What can I say? Oh, man. Perky. We need to post that picture of you again. <laughs> I have it as my profile picture now, man. I look good. I don't know what you're talking about, bro. Oh, God. You don't want to get me all infatuated with myself. Come on, let's let's not do that type of radio. All right, let's get going on. Let's get going to the Twitter shit. So, Joe, what's your take on all the Twitter beef between Rams fans? I don't know how much you pay attention to it. I know some of your guys on Turf Showtime, they get mixed up in it, too. Um, Have you seen any of it lately? In terms of what, like this, there's, there's so, and this is one of the things that's great about y'all is a lot of times I use you guys to kind of inform me of what I missed on Twitter, because like you said, we got a couple different people on the account. A lot of times, especially because it's Tertial Times, man, we got sixteen thousand followers. So if I say something, we'll get the dumbest replies possible. We'll get jizz butter <laughs> as like every third reply. So what what are we talking about in terms of Rams Twitter beef? What oh, the beef? I think well, beef well, is the well, wrong you know word. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if there's yeah, any. I beef. use the wrong word. It's just That's, drama. I use the wrong word. Yeah, just this Twitter, you know, back and forth. Are you aware of Brandon Bates' God-like mentality? Have you heard about that? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> what did Bates say? Oh no, he God. didn't say anything. That's just. Uh, that's just the no, word he said that. that he has a God. No, he it. said oh, that. Yeah, that's right. He told he told us that. But yeah, I have it. I have it. I came out. Screenshot it and put it on Twitter if you want. <laughs> now Brandon's great, but I will tell yeah, you this: Bate uh, loves Rams Twitter. Bate loves Rams Twitter. So if y'all need somebody to stir up some emotional drama, he's one of the first you can go to to rely upon. Oh, oh that's for sure. <laughs> he's been I'm one of the last. The, the best ones I got on staff are pro- oh, for sure. The best ones I got are probably Bate or Sosa. Or like you said, Rob, Seattle Rams. But Rob's old. Rob's old, so you're going to get real cranky if you deal with Rob. I'm done with that firsthand. <laughs> do, you, do you have season tickets? Are you planning on coming out to any of the games this year? I want to. I went last year, and then I went uh, to the Falcons game, and then I was there for week, week 16 back in 2016. That was a great time when we got ass-whooped by the Cardinals. Um yeah, oh, I mean, I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I was. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, I, I'm going to – the answer is yes. I'm going to come out for a game. I got tons of family that lives out there. I got, what, four uncles that live out there. My sister lives out there. She just got a place in La Brea. So uh, nice. I'll be out there for sure. I just haven't decided. I mean, the easy one would be New Orleans um, just because that game's uh-huh. going to be so hype. But the thing is now, and this is the difference when you're a, a good team and winning the division since when you win the division, you play the other division winners. There's like 12 games that are awesome games on this schedule this year. So I don't, I don't know. It's going to be hard to pick and choose. It's unfortunate. I mean, the Dallas game is obvious. That one's going to be I'll, – I'll be at the Dallas game, that's for sure. But uh, I'm definitely going to be at, at at least one game in L.A., no doubt. All right. I got a, I got a totally nerd, probably total like stereotypical question. I don't know if the guys are going to like this cream. one. But I'm just curious because you follow the team so closely. I'm sure you've seen like the that prediction of all like 250 so odd games this year, and they had the Rams going 15-0 and one, 
I mean, do you think the Rams can even they're they're like it's just so hard to to get to the Super Bowl, let alone have a good season and win like 12, 13 games. Do you think they can do that again? I mean, they could. The biggest thing you'd say is health, right? We've been so damn lucky with right. injuries where football, what, 2016, 2017, we ranked first. They call it adjusted games loss. But we were number one, essentially the healthiest team. Even this last year, we lost a keep to lead for half the season. We lost Cooper Cup for half the season. Dominique Easley, a bunch of other depth guys. You had Todd Gurley and Marcus Peters fighting through injury through the season. We still ranked fourth. We were the fourth healthiest team because most most teams just have so many injuries to so many key players. We just haven't dealt with that. The offensive line was healthy all season. Um, I don't know, man. As, as long as we can stay healthy, I mean, the answer is yeah. The roster's good enough. We got Sean McVay. If, if the young guys that are coming in, when you look at No Boom and Allen, maybe Micah Kaiser, depending on what they do with Clay Matthews and you know, the, the, the new draft picks that we got with uh, Taylor Rabb, David Long, Craig Gaines, however much those guys are going to play. If they can pan out at least to a decent degree early, the kind of way uh, John Johnson did as a rookie, there's no reason. We, we we can beat any team in the league. I mean, we showed it last year. Now, the thing is, are they going to do it? Probably not. You wouldn't bet on the Rams winning 15 games because shit happens. We lost to Chicago and Philly and New Orleans in the regular season. None of those were bad teams. But, you, you know, if you ain't playing your best football against a decent team and they playing really well, it's easy to lose games. It's such a, it's such a wacky sport with a short sample size. But you look at it on paper. I was looking at, um, oh, who was it? What bookmaker was it? I need to put it on the site. But there was a bookmaker that had their odds for every game. We were favored in every single game except for the Steelers game that they had as a pick So, you know, if, when the bookmakers got you as a favorite for damn near every game, it's not like, it's not like we were – you can't beat every team. We can beat any team that we're going to play this year. Does it, is it, is it rely really on the offensive line, especially nowadays? It feels like it does. Like if these guys, if, if Allen and Noteboom don't pan out and it's a total shit show and Goff is getting pressured, like so easily, like kind of like what we saw in the, in the Super Bowl, but it's not a lot of guys coming or, you know, we, it's just easy pickings for them, for the defense, you know, like, right. It it could be really bad potentially. Right. How, how wild would that be for Rams Twitter? How wild (laughs) would it be if the offensive line, and we just completely take a dump on the offensive line this year. Should I have not Um, said it? Should I have not brought that up? Well, I mean, it's not to be determined. We still got Andrew Whitworth. We still got Rob Havenstein. So we got tackles. Sean McVay is smart enough to be able to figure out, look, if we can't block, you know, to get it, to have enough time to go deep to Brandon cooks, you can still go short over the middle to Cooper cup. You can still run the ball. You can still do some other things. It, it might take away a deep passing game until no boom and Allen, you know, unfuck themselves, but it, <laughs> there, there's still a chance that they come out looking legit. Right. right and right. so I, I'm, I'm really not, I'm really not worried about it overall. The big thing is, if, if they can block, we know that Jared Goff's phenomenal when he's got time to throw and to, to work the field. When he's under pressure, he's been one of the worst quarterbacks, but I think that a lot of that is he's not under pressure very much. So he doesn't have a ton of experience to work under McVay's system under pressure. I think the other thing that we haven't even talked about is Todd Gurley and the running game and Daryl Henderson. What that's going to look like this year. I think that's more than the passing game and the offensive line. I think that's a bigger question mark because I have no clue what the fuck that's going to look like. Love it. Well, guys, do you guys got any other questions from? I, I feel like we've we've taken plenty of, of your time and yeah. I was just waiting for you to stop talking, Matt. Oh, come on. So for a box of 
for a box of Krispy Kreme. Oh, here we go. What? Oh, what God. size? <laughs> what size cup <laughs> does Matt Herrera wear in his bra? Is the, is the bra filled or unfilled with jizz butter? There no might be like butter. a half no fifty-fifty, maybe a fifty-fifty mix. Ah, uh, the, the uh, a Texas classic. I feel you. Um, <laughs> Let's go with that. Let's go with that. Thirty-two C. Ooh, thirty-two is way too skinny. Come on. Oh, man. Oh, man. We're we're talking about Matt being like five ten, two sixty. Just so you know, impressive. So impressive. I feel you. Oh, I love that. Hey, Joe. <laughs> Hey, Joe, this is Mark. Not that you know who the fuck you're talking to because nobody really fucking said who they were. Right. But we forgot to ask you the most important question. What is Dragon Juice? Dragon oh, Juice. So this is one of those new – this is these new drugs that the kids are doing, man. You got to be careful out there in the streets. You got the Dragon Juice. You got the Molly Clouds. You got Fatback. You got Light Wizard. You got Grazers. You got to be careful, man. Everybody, everybody's out here talking about like weed. Chris, Chris Long's smoking weed, and the kids are doing the Molly. You got to watch out for these other things, man. It's a, it's a new world out there. Dragon what? <laughs> dragon juice. Y'all, y'all so ever seen these kids on that pool juice? foam? You ever done that pool foam? Motherfuckers out here snorting pool foam. Man, I heard, <laughs> I, I, I heard dragon jizz, not dragon juice. Dragon jizz. <laughs> you know. <laughs> In old days, when I was a kid, we used to grow our drugs in the dirt. Now they're making them in labs. You ever seen these kids making this Nickelodeon slime? Smoking that shit? What's wrong with man? Oh, man. Mint chocolate shit in my ass. Get out of here. What the fuck? These kids are crazy. There you go. That was great. Somehow, after three mentions of cheese butter, that was the Rams Uncensored segment. It was the dragon juice bit. Yep. <laughs> I was saving it for last, Joe. I was saving it for last. That's good it. podcasting, man. That's good podcast hosting. You guys got the feet under you. That's good to see. Oh, we aim to piss everyone off not to please, that's for sure. <laughs> well, y'all failing. Y'all doing a great job, man. It's a fun podcast. Thanks, bud. Thanks, man. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right, man. I appreciate it, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that was a great interview is joe is joe off the line now yeah yes okay yes no he was he was definitely one of the better ones he came at it with humor and he came at it with uh straight facts hell yeah i loved it but eat, but eat, but eat. That was for you, Matt, with your fucking stuttering. I wasn't yeah, doing yeah, that. Spit it out, bro. Wasn't that bad? But eat, but eat, but eat, but eat, but eat. If you need a smoke before you get on the pod, man, just do it. Just hit that dragon juice, homie. <laughs> that dragon <laughs> juice. <laughs> I like dragon juice. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, Bobby, you want some dragon juice? Dude, I think it's so fucking hilarious that the day after or the day of Chris Long announcing his retirement, he's like, oh, by the way, I smoked weed the whole time I was in the NFL. Fuck you guys. 
<laughs> smoke the devil's lettuce. I know. Fuck I want to get him on the podcast just to talk about that the entire time. I just love that he, you know, he walked away. Oh, by the way, I did weed the whole time I was there, and you didn't do anything about it, and you, you didn't catch me. Go fuck yourself. Me. He was smart about it. I mean, most you would think most guys would be doing that. Like you, you got to be stupid to get caught with it, especially like like just living in. An, what do you know stuttering. about passing a drug test, Matt? <laughs> what don't I know? <laughs> Listen, Not the guys really. that get caught in the NFL and in basketball, other leagues or whatever, I know they don't test for it in basketball because they're too smart and they know better. Right. But, um, dude, it's so easy. The guys that get caught, you just roll your eyes like, what a fucking rookie you are, dude. Good <laughs> Lord. Unbelievable. All right, we calling Alfredo now? Uh, fucking try, trying to do the fucking podcast and we got Drew over here trying to fucking body me on Twitter. Oh, he wants a piece? Oh, Get him on the air and we'll do some Yeah, work. man. <laughs> fucking Drew, what a little uh, bitch. Next time we a a uh Brian, let's go drink beer um with Drew and then somehow we got to get his phone and then we'll download that app, find my phone. And then we can track uh-huh. him wherever he's at, and we'll just fucking sneak up on his ass. <laughs> oh, there we go. When he's there bombing, at, when he's bombing all of us on Twitter, we'll just show up to whatever random fucking bar he's hanging out at. Oh, I know stand, where he hangs out. I already know stand, where he hangs out. And we'll out. just stand behind him, and and we'll just watch him on Twitter with fucking beer sitting on the table, and we'll just stand there until he notices <laughs> us. Bro, he he fucking <laughs> hangs out in my hood, dude. He hangs out in my hood. Yeah, he lives on. <laughs> he uh, has some balls on Twitter, man. <laughs> I love Drew, dude. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, hey, no, yeah, no, no. He here's the, here's the thing. Too. It's hilarious. Let's let's do that to him and fucking Hector. Hector, Hector says he can ranch. Yeah, but he said, But we there's a conversation between me, him, and Drew, and uh, we were talking about me and up for beers. And Hector comes up here every Thursday to Manhattan Beach for uh, meetings. Well, looks like we're gonna well, have I to move drive up in the rain. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> the excuse that he had to cancel because he he didn't like to drive in the rain. Dude, hey, dude, uh, that's gonna be his excuse when when you have the pool party. He's gonna be like, "Man, the sun's way too bright. I'm gonna drive my son when the sun's this bright. I no, drive my gonna, car when the sun's this bright." Fucking no. Guy. It's going to be funny because they're Hispanic and they're going to come to my neighborhood and they're going to get nervous and I'm white. That's what's going to be funny. They'll be like, oh, no, we are not going to Maywood. Oh, no. They have bars on the windows over there. The balls of him to invite me over here. (laughs) The nerve. The nerve. They don't even have any gray poupon. (laughs) Hey, Tommy, when I get there in a couple of weeks, we should just, like, take a picture of me, like, all in shock about your bars on your windows and put it on Twitter. <laughs> I'm the only oh. one in the neighborhood that doesn't have bars on my windows. I just have a mm. gun. No, I'll just... <laughs> I'll just I leave the gun. windows purposely I'll just, I'll just go to the neighbor's house then. Yeah, you'll have to go to the neighbor's house. I'll just point, at them. I'll just point at them like, what the fuck is that? I leave my windows so, Lark, Lark, I also have an idea for a gift you can get Hector with. Speaking of Grey Poupon, <laughs> if you can get if you can get him with Grey Poupon, then you need to gif it. You need to meme it and say, "I poop on everything." <laughs> How did I know you were gonna segue that into? Oh god! I was thinking when you were saying that Poupon, I'm like, oh, here it comes. Perfect. Oh yeah, I got potty humor, baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I could probably do a way better uh, Photoshop. 
Yeah, don't fucking oh, interrupt me again. Don't go. fucking interrupt. Oh, Mark, I'm so sorry. Can we all? Can we? Can, when Alfredo comes on, can we all talk in like? When Alfredo comes on, can we all talk in like Southport, uh, South Park like voices just to fuck with him? Okay, I'll do Cartman. See <laughs> guys, I'm getting home. I'm home. You get your bitch ass back in the kitchen and make me some pie. Hi, hello. You guys want to get hard? I'm just saying. You're just a little wuss, that's all. Is <laughs> that cow? Come on, cow. Mm-hmm. Cow's mom's a big cat bitch. Well, cow's mom's a bitch. She's the biggest bitch. She's the biggest bitch in the whole wide world. She's the stupid bitch. She's the motherfucking bitch. She's the whole bitch. So yes, let's 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 talk to him like that. Do it. What's going on, guys? Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. How's it going? How's everyone doing? Pretty good. Oh wow! Thank you. Thank you. Who's that, Elmo? I can't tell. Yeah, it's Pablo. You want to get hurt? It's a Christmas tree. <laughs> I'm sorry, Blanky. My bad. <laughs> what? What? Well, if you don't know by now, it's Alfredo. Alfredo, what's your last name? Yeah. Uh, Serato. Alfredo Serato. Thanks for joining. It's Matt Herrera, by the way. Thanks for coming on, man. Hey, Thanks for joining the show. By the way is his last name. Yeah. By the way. By the way. By Alfredo, the way. by the way. Fucking dicks. Why do you have to get his last name? Because yeah, what is Twitter at? What's wrong with wanting to get their actual, like, first and last name? It should I mean, should it just be Alfredo? Are, 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 are you trying to stalk him? Trying to steal his credit? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I want to follow him on Facebook. All Alfredo, right. what's your credit score, bro? Oh, well, you know, it's a steady 3,000, so I think I'm good. <laughs> Mine's like 404. <laughs> 404, I've been there. <laughs> College years. <laughs> dude, I'm, dude, I'm white. My fucking credit score is like 700. <laughs> <laughs> Alfredo, you ha- Alfredo, you have a mighty big voice for how short you are, bro. Yeah, you know, I, 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 that's not the first time someone's told me that. But, yeah, I'm, um, you know what? Like I said, I, I consider myself fortunate. Uh, my mom was 4'11", so it could have been a lot worse. He does and, have a deep voice. for our audience, how tall are you? 5'5". Five, five. <laughs> there we go. He's one inch shorter than Hector. Is <laughs> he shorty, too? Hector no, fucking said he was five six shorter than yesterday. Drew. Hector said he was five six yesterday, and, and then got mad at us for making fun of his eyes. Like you fucking told us. <laughs> the fuck. Oh yeah, I, I initiated that. <laughs> I know. And he's like, you should have given it. And I know he was joking. It was fucking funny. Yep. Though, dude. <laughs> I'm I'm surprised he's not used to it by now. Like I've gotten the short jokes all my life, so I'm 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 used to it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was like, I can't wait to meet Hector and give him a good old pat on the head. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't mess up, 
Don't mess up his hair that he paid extra money to get plugged. <laughs> oh, yeah, that $150 haircut at the salon. Fucking, that the oh, don't no, mess no. with the Zohan salon. Hey, <laughs> hey every, 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 time, every time he even, like, has fear of that shit going thin, he goes to Just for Men and gets another plug, man. Oh, man, why y'all got to do a like that? <laughs> At least bring him on and then fuck Dude. Hey, Mark, you just opened up a whole new can of gifts with the Zohan. Dude, <laughs> dude it's on. Tomorrow, it's on. Yep. <laughs> it's probably I will not be. I already pulled it up. <laughs> Gen- gentlemen, just, it. gentlemen, just to let you know, I will be completely out of cell service tomorrow through fucking Monday, so I will not see any of your Twitter drama. So if you say Brian went quiet, Brian's at the fucking river, and Brian's drinking a lot of beer, and Brian don't give a fuck. Why are you going to be out of cell service? Are you you going to be in Manhattan Beach? (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, yeah, fucking Manhattan Beach is horrible. You're right. Um, No, I'm going to be at the Kern River, so it's going to be... Okay, so I I got this, so Drew doing Hector's hair. Don't don't mess with the Zohan fucking meme. Do it. Fucking fucking Hector, Scrappy Coco. (laughs) <laughs> scrappy Coco. I'm Scrappy Coco. You don't love a Zipal Mitchell? Why don't you give <laughs> to her in her vagine? I never saw that movie. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I am so lost. What the fuck is wrong with you, Matt? Go eat another fucking yeah, box of fucking You've never seen the Zohan? You're fucking fired, dude. That shit's awesome. Matt, you are uninvited to fucking Tommy's pool party. Really? That's a must-see movie by Sasha Baron Conan. Yeah, fucking yeah, Drew, fucking Bo Rat, Ali G. I have Brian to thank for that. What, Bo Rat? <laughs> yeah, fucking Drew. <laughs> oh, Drew. Armenian. He's an Armenian, right? Yeah, you know he's an Armenian, right? Is that why he's so fucking angry all the time? What's that got to do with that? So let me get something straight. So y'all are forcing Matt to watch a movie that he doesn't care about, but Brian's on Twitter talking smack about Game of Thrones? Uh, what? Yeah, fuck yeah, I am. Can y'all fuck help? that show. <laughs> help me out with that. <laughs> what show? Game what of show? Thrones? Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, Brian's not going to... But Brian so, wouldn't. Brian wouldn't tell us if he did watch it. No, 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 no. Straight up, <laughs> Alfredo. These guys all know what I'm going to refer to it as. You guys want to tell me what I'm going to refer to it as? What? Nerd shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love nerd shit, then, but just not Star Wars. I'm well, there you sure go. It's going to go down as one of the greatest <laughs> TV shows ever. I mean, I I saw maybe like 15 minutes of one episode and just couldn't get into it. So I never gave it another shot, but like I, it's it's, it's a, it was definitely a phenomenon these last decade. About it, everybody's fucking complaining about it. Yeah, they can complain, but overall, it was probably like from what I've heard, critically acclaimed and all that shit. It's gonna be one of the most best TV shows ever. Events. It is. I heard it was, I heard it was all about fucking incest. Who the fuck oh, yeah, wants to watch funny. incest? It was pretty funny. Dude. That's what I couldn't get well, into. I mean, it was like what? Yeah, huh. 
Huh. Well, I mean, it's based out of, you know, uh, you know, ancient times when, you know, that was more or less acceptable. But that's besides the point. That's like a minute in like a whole series of seasons. And I'm sure I think if that's what your problem is above like the violence, man, I feel like uh, you're. No, no, no. I have no problem with any of that. It's pretty much all nerd shit. And if I want to watch something like in the old times, I'll watch fucking Braveheart. Yeah, Brian. So, so you gotta understand about Brian. Shit. <laughs> Brian's more like a Miami Vice guy. Well, you I've know? also oh, heard. All right. I've also heard the first season is really <laughs> slow, and it, it it takes a while for things to get going too. No, I couldn't. I couldn't. Not. I couldn't tell. I'm, I'm being honest with you. I couldn't tell you if it took a while to get into it because I've never watched one second of it. I was never kind even of like talking to Alfredo it. because yeah, you haven't. I'm like talking to the guys who have. <laughs> Alfredo, like, the, why do you sound thing... exactly like you sound on Twitter? That's what I want to know. You know, I try to portray my voice as uh, honestly and clearly as possible. <laughs> yeah. You come off. You know, a, my college a, professors. He's the fucking Brian going... Gumbel of Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> no, Alfredo's that guy that thinks he's following everybody, but he's not following anybody. So he just fucking sees them all pop up and interacts with everybody he's like yeah i'm following you and then he finds out like three years later oh shit i'm not (laughs) (laughs) facts facts actually when i met brian you know i could have sworn i was following you because you would just be always on my feed and then lo and behold uh yeah you weren't what the fuck's your excuse with me alfredo god damn it Ooh, you're already on my feed you were already on my feed so to (laughs) me i was seeing all of your your witty remarks (laughs) <laughs> I had to give you a little bit yeah. of shit That was funny Man, wait, hold on You you think Mark is witty? Fuck, there's a first for everything Oh, me? Ding, Never. ding, ding, ding Never, no, at least on Twitter On here, I, I'm in, I'm just in the corner creeping According to these guys Because Matt and Brian love to talk You forgot about Tommy Tommy fucking loves to talk Oh, <laughs> I barely even hear Tommy I have to call him on a separate call just to know what he sounds like and get to know him a little bit. <laughs> I think I know hey. Tommy the most out of all of you guys. That is a fact. What? That's because you go to his tailgate all the time. Yep, and he, and he came to help paint the TIFO, which was awesome and much appreciated. Oh, there you go. Yeah, even though I could have sworn I missed something up. No, even though the fucking, hey. even though the Rams shit the bed completely, made us create a second TFO just so we can get shut down by the fire department because it wasn't fireproofed. Yeah, so wow. that's a whole nother fucking fiasco. Oh, we basically have like, enjoyed. it's still pro the TFO's still probably sitting in the Coliseum storage room upstairs by the torch. Who knows? <laughs> fucking joke. Uh, even the biggest and talk, greatest. Can we of, talk about more? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I said the greatest and biggest of organizations can be run <clears throat> shitty, so it doesn't really matter. The people at the end of the day are in charge of everything we do, and a lot of stuff gets lost in translation. Yeah. Yeah, so, I think that's the biggest thing I've learned growing up is uh, nobody knows anything, and everyone's just a bunch of morons behind computers. So. so so, Alfredo, can you tell us your thoughts on jizz butter? Um, what the <laughs> hell is that? 
dragon juice, jizz butter. I mean, it's all the same. Is, is that something that like college kids <clears throat> mix up to get uh, messed up? Tommy, you want to fill him in why I'm saying this? Tommy, do you want to fill him in? It's a snortable. Yeah. (laughs) It's what Drew's on when he's getting mad on Twitter. Oh, Lord. When he's at Buffalo Wild Wings by himself drinking, fucking chewing all of our asses on Twitter. Oh, God. I'm waiting for my girl to get off work. uh, Is that the guy who said that I had a whack opinion? Oh, man, I came to your defense. I told him to chill out yesterday because he went at you hard. Man, you know what? I was happy you brought that up because I was I was expecting more of a bite. But, I mean, if all you got is I got whack opinions, I mean, I think I'm winning. <clears throat> I think I think Drew takes everything too literally on Twitter. He hasn't been on there very long, so he hasn't really, you know, I guess, gotten a feel for, you know, you don't take things so seriously, you know, when people are talking shit, because obviously I'm mad at him right now, according to him right now. Well, yeah, oh, but he doesn't boy. know, he doesn't know, like, who's affiliated with what. He, like, literally, he has no clue, like, that certain people are affiliated to, say, Church Show Times or different websites. He doesn't know any of that shit. Like, period. I remember when I went out drinking beers with him, like, he literally was asking me questions, and he had no clue. And he's like, oh, my God, I didn't know that. Like, he is that new to Twitter. <laughs> mm, gotcha. Well, wasn't offended. I love Drew. Because... It's, it's no, uh, yeah, it's nothing to be offended by. Yeah. I'm pretty taking it easy. I mean, I, I'm, I'm taking down the Seahawks uh, fans left and right. Backing each other up and running away between with their tail between their legs. Hey Alfredo, so let me ask you something. So the gifts that you see on Twitter are do they impress you at all? Uh, <laughs> depends. It, I feel like it's a steady like it spikes really early and then it's a very slow downhill of just just devolves into God knows what, like, God forbid I go and, and do something for 20 minutes, I come back and it's like from left field. Um, but I'm very impressed with the corner shots of some of, I saw some of those. Those were very, very, very great. Well done. I'm just messing with y'all. Those were terrible. Don't worry, yours are coming, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm ready. Oh, but I hope so. <laughs> You know, yeah. it's so funny because I used to, I remember in high school, I used to Photoshop uh, a lot and I would do that all the time. I would, you know, put people's faces on other people. And, um, you know, just now, just with the, my work schedule and everything, I don't know how y'all do it so quick. Y'all are fast. It's, uh, <laughs> Brian didn't show you when he met you. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, why, why would I? How's that going? What do you mean? How's that going? You don't don't uh, act well, in here. We we're, were at too? a we were at a freaking we were at a Rams event drinking our faces off. Why the fuck would I pull out my phone and say, "Hey, let's check out these gifts"? <laughs> I don't know. I, no, they're not gifts. You don't do gifts. Oh well, now you are. Gift gifts. Gift gifts. Gift gifts. Gift gifts. You do memes. Oh, I, I do a mean meme. <laughs> yeah, Brian could do a mean Photoshop. Well, I don't know about that. That's all you, Mark. Oh, I've seen some impressive shit from you. you well, what know, do you think about the 
What do you think about this week after all this time that's gone by of us messing with everyone on Twitter that someone finally uh, <laughs> clapped back at us and back. swinging? It was pretty <laughs> funny because I, I wasn't expecting it this week, and I just saw all these gifts coming from Hector and, and Drew, and I was like, motherfucker, I know there's no way they're doing it. And then I see Andy after you know start to get involved, and he's sending them too. And I'm like, wait a minute. And his Twitter handle has the word photo in it. I was like, oh, this mm-hmm. motherfucker is doing it. I know it. And that's when I called him out, and he was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, but but let's be honest, Tommy. Let's be honest. Fucking Hector, he wouldn't take the time to make a fucking gift. He would pay somebody to make the gift, so it just makes sense. <laughs> well, if that's the case, Andy's fucking making go hand over fist because he was firing them. And I missed a fucking, fucking opportunity there, son of a bitch. Right? Yeah, he he reached out to me this weekend and said that you were unavailable, bro. He found somebody else. <clears throat> yeah, my kid was in the hospital. Shit, man, I can't do gifts fucking while my kid's in the hospital. <laughs> how much do you bro, think? Bro, it's Andy's a money making feeling. How, how much do you think Andy's getting per gift? <laughs> oh, dude, it's got to be at least ten dollars. Making money on no one fish, man. Made like a thousand dollars yesterday, then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's making money on no cash. Hector's like, that's just that's just my fucking side money. It's fine. <laughs> that's they just made petty cash. We were, did you see the one they made while we're on the air with the all of our faces are on little kitties? Yeah, <laughs> like kittens. It is great, dude. That's pretty oh, good. I haven't even looked. Let's see. Oh, Matt. I mean, sorry, Mark. You don't even look at your phone. No, no, you're don't on the fucking call me. No. Oh, somebody don't call you Matt. Because uh, <laughs> I'm not. I don't have them titties. You don't have them titties? Are you sure? What size titties do you have, oh, Mark? Uh, probably a nice uh, training bra would fit. Oh, be proper. there we are. Yeah. So, what's so up, Alfredo? What's new? What's new, man? You've been getting a little well, serious on Twitter lately. You all right, buddy? Or are you just fucking, you just want to swing on everybody lately? Why are you so angry? Nah. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm just swinging back, you know. Um, <laughs> sometimes it's funny to see people, um, usually whenever uh, somebody claps back at me, I try to go hard on the self-deprecating humor because everybody, nobody knows how to respond to that. And so that pretty much uh, closes them down. So I go for what, what kind of humor? Self-deprecating. Okay. You know, like uh, let me give you a good example. So say, so say somebody says I will have whack opinions. I'm gonna say you're right, but you know, at least their opinions or something of that nature. So that way they feel like, oh, I feel so bad attacking him, and I'm over here laughing my ass off. <laughs> oh no, that's fine. I, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. I would yeah, fucking I, attack I you. I do that more. all the time. Yeah, I would attack you more. See, and that's yeah, I know. I know. Brian, Brian mm-hmm. has come after me after myself. Oh yeah, yeah I have. Who's not a who's a who's immune to my one shot? It, it's all about fucking just going at people hard on Twitter. You got to. You got to. You yeah, why not? Where's the cricket? <laughs> Sorry, I got a cricket, cricket, cricket. No, no, that was that was perfect. He said go hard, and we got the we got the badoing. That was <laughs> <Right>? perfect. 
the badoing. The badoing, badoing. Oh. No, yeah, but I've been, uh, I don't know, I've been going to the gym recently. Um, just did a 5K over at, on uh, this last, uh, well, Saturday. Oh, you over. went and did the, you went and did the run um, with the Rams, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I signed up for it, like, almost a year ago. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I didn't think the Rams were going to sponsor it, but later on they ended up sponsoring it, so... Um, 2520. I was um, I was okay with it. I think I feel like I could have gone faster, but I wasn't ready for those LA smells. How, how many miles was it? Uh, three, three and some change. Okay, so you were doing just a little over eight minute miles. Yeah, that's not bad. Fuck that noise. I mean, is it an actual oh, race? Or are you trying? Like, I get you—you're trying to be competitive with yourself and trying to do. do no, no. Best, let's but... be honest. If if Matt did it, it would be like he'd be happy with a 15-minute mile. Oh, 20, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be walking that go. shit. You don't have to catch me running shit. <laughs> I would have been walking with the players. I saw Pink. Um, Ruff was filming, and she was walking with Kevin Demoff the whole time, and Johnny Hecker uh, was behind them. So they were just walking and talking and hanging out. Yeah, that's what I would have done. Hey, speaking of pink, we need to get her on the show. We can do that, no problem. She'll she'll be more than happy to join us. Yeah, I didn't know that the Rams were going to be walking. If not, I probably would have walked. But um, I kept up with uh, JB Long for about a mile. But um, you know, because I'm short, uh, my little legs couldn't keep going, and his uh, long stallion legs just kept going. Oh, so he was really the strides were too much. Huh? Yeah, for every like two strides I took, he was taking one. So, I mean, he was gonna. He, there, there was no way I was gonna keep up with that. It was four to one. Don't lie. Look, man, I lied <laughs> to myself to, to make myself happy. Why you gotta ruin my dreams? Dude, I'll try to I, run like Mighty Mouse, bro. Come on. I did. That's how I kept head up for a mile. Just fucking go. I, I did. After a mile, I was gassed out. You know, I had to uh, slow it down or else I was going to stop and walk. After a mile, he was like, I think I can. I think I can. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I was dying. Um, I wasn't ready for those L.A. smells either. Like what? The smog? <laughs> the smog. That's the lead. I, the, um, the the old old man smell. The... <laughs> The ham, the sewage, the the dog crap. Oh my god, it was bad. Oh, Skid Row, you mean? Yeah, it was it was bad. Zombie Land. Have you guys ever been over there? Have you been over there, Matt? Oh yeah, I've driven through there. Driven through there, you big pussy. You ever walk through there? Fuck no. I see some two white ladies once though, just walking down there before. I'm like, damn, them ladies crazy. Dude, when I worked at uh, Verizon last year, I, we had to, we were building a brand new cell site down there, and the name of the cell site was called Skid Row because we were building it on the roof of a building right in the heart of Zombieland. We had to, uh, <clears throat> I had a bunch of c- contractors come in to bid on the job, and just zombies walking around everywhere. Ugh, and one of the contractors, um, one of their estimators, they sent it was like this smoking hot chick, like a ten brought her to the walk and I'm like, um, you don't think you could have just brought like a big dude or something? You didn't have to bring this smoking hot chick. So she was walking 
for some reason she was walking behind all of us and I turned around and I made her get in front of all of us because the zombies were like trying to get her. It was insane, dude. It's disgusting down there. It's crazy. It's sad, man. It's sad. All Hold right, on, guys. guys. I got to take a piss. <laughs> oh, I, ju- I just did while I was on the phone with you guys. It was glorious. You should have left it off mute, Dick. Well, it was, was on mute. Good it guy. was on mute, Dick. It was on mute, but uh, this guy's not muting. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, but you, you guys do realize, like, the last three shows, I didn't mute, and I pissed him. I don't know if you guys heard it. No, we didn't. Didn't you bring it up once? I probably did. I was like, dude, I'm fucking pissing right now, holding my dick. What's up? <laughs> Anyways, thanks for coming on the show this week, Alfredo. We really appreciate it, man. Yeah, no problem. Anytime. Anytime y'all are scraping the bottom of the barrel looking for a guest, hit me up. <laughs> Alfredo, Alfredo, <laughs> hold on. For a box of Krispy Kremes, what size cup does fucking Matt Herrera wear? Go. You know what? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be kind, and I'm going to say uh, AAA. 32. Yeah, I guess oh. you don't like donuts. <laughs> yeah, 32. Matt, give him a real estimate. Besides the fact that... It's all, right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, 40AA. How about that? <laughs> about huh? shoulder, boulder holders. <laughs> Ooh, never mind. About oh, about shit, you almost uh, made it on my beard. <laughs> you do not win the box of Krispy Kreme. Well, that's fine, because, you know, I'm across the street right here in Gardena, so I'm going to go get me some anyway. Oh, do you live in Gardena, Alfredo? Oh. No, 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 but there's where my gym's at, so. Oh, where do you live, Alfredo? Where do you live? <sighs> Over by Paramount, so if y'all want to come mess with me in uh, Alondra Hot Wings, I'm, I'm down. Ooh, Alondra's, dude, that place is bomb. There you go, there you Never go. Never heard of that. I'm going to have to check that out. They got bomb pizza and wings, dude. Dude, that's going to end up with a fucking <sighs> 44 triple D after that. Ten, ten more pounds. <laughs> Triple D, wow! All right, Alfredo, it was good having you on, man. We'll see you in a couple weeks. For sure, for sure. Y'all have a good night. All right, man. Can we call Cody so I can leave another brilliant voicemail for him? Yes. You want to call him too? Since I'm blocked, since I'm blocked, so he can hear my voice and have me in his thoughts again. Dude, that was funny though when I asked him about the the fantasy football. How are we gonna talk shit? And he replied, "Oh, that was a good point." <laughs> oh, did he really? I didn't see he, he that can part. Be, <laughs> he can be so. It's insane because he can be so level-headed like that. It's hilarious. I love it. He's he's gonna wait till the season. He's gonna unblock me. And so, do you want to play fantasy football or what? <laughs> then you're gonna talk shit one time, and he's gonna block you. He's gonna get all uncomfortable and kick me out of the league. All right, it's Colin. Sweet, it's all you, Brian. <laughs> okay, I'm in. You have reached the voicemail box. Five, six, three, something. Da 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 da. Oh, hi, Cody. I know your fucking number. You fuck. Hey, it's okay. You can block me, but I'll always be in your dreams. You're going to think about me. You're going to be in the cornfield. You're going to be holding your girl or your dude, whatever you're into. Um, anyways, buddy, just remember me when it comes to fantasy football time. Let's play. Bye.
Oh shit! I remember my first beer. <laughs> hey, let's 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 give Russ a call so that way we could ask him when he's coming back on, so I can go back to being infatuated with him instead of Drew. <laughs> you can Dude, kick, Drew, Drew's, you can Drew's gonna lose it. He's gonna Drew's gonna lose it when he comes back on. Nobody's <laughs> oh, he's gonna like me. every single one of his tweets. He's gonna be like. Nobody's listening to me. <laughs> we should we we should all, all right. ignore Drew for like a full day just to see how much he freaks out. <laughs> oh, just dude, I was, I was giving him shit about being in everybody's threads, and I was trying to throw right, it at me like I'm in everybody's thread. All right, it's ringing. We're calling Russ. Rams uncensored. Hello. Call uh, has been forwarded to an automatic. Hey, brother. Hey, Russ. What the fuck? I thought you always answered. That's what you told us on the last fucking podcast. This is Larky Lark. If you don't fucking know by now, fucking give us a call back, or we're gonna call you back right now and fucking answer. Bring you back. Okay, you guys want to fucking... I don't know. Hey, you guys want to crack up right now? Yeah, all right. Let's do it. So, <laughs> I just instantly got a DM from Cody. You ready? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, who is the and? one to give Brian my number? So much for oh, being yeah. able to trust you guys, huh? I'm going to reply, Brian doesn't have your number, buddy. <laughs> I think, I think Brian has his number because Brian's the one who left the voicemail, and it's my—it's calling well, from my phone number. Now, now, don't don't get me wrong. I did hear the phone number five six three area code, bitches. Cody, I have your number. I'm gonna call you every day, you little <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> you six All fucking right. five he won't know foot unless he listens to the show. So, oh, he'll hey, listen. Fucking dial Andy. Matt. Nah, I, I, I'm getting, uh, I'm getting uh, the. Uh, I, we his wife cut told it. him that he has to go. His wife told him that <laughs> he's we, not didn't, him we didn't even sense. get anybody on the phone, bro. Yeah, one. Well, this is the one what do you phone. mean? We had two long ass fucking interviews. How about five minutes? Oh, we give it a no, five, five minute nap. Well, my wife's got work in the morning. She's got to be up at five. You got five minutes. It's so nah, nine guys, it's oh nine. Andy I'm going to hit you. I'm done. going to get you a one bedroom apartment. This is fucking ridiculous. You're gonna get me one. A fucking studio. Yeah, you, you better leave this on the podcast. God damn I it. will. I'm gonna rent you a room in my house. There it is. <laughs> yeah. All right, gentlemen. It's been real. Eat a wow. dick. Suck on some balls. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, suck on this dick. How about you lick on my balls? Come on. Lick on my balls. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Julie's going to do a hidey ho for you guys. Hidey ho. There you go. All right, good night, motherfuckers. All right, guys. Later. Later. People like to... Just hear people fucking talk shit. <laughs>
You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.